Katie. What's up? Oh, I just said that. I guess that's redundant. Nothing much. How about you? So I was walking through my hood the other day and <laughs> I saw, I saw like, it looked like preteen group of people out in the street and they were playing with a basketball. And Ooh. I haven't seen this in so long, but it reminded me of our good old days in our old hood where we grew up. Uh, would you say this is completely irrelevant, but would you say it was like a squad or like, like, uh, I don't know. What is a group of kids called? Uh, uh, doesn't matter. I was going to say uh, a baffle or gaffle. A baffle. What is like we'll a group of geese? I don't, I don't know. Something. Gaggle. Gaggle. A gaggle, a gaggle. A gaggle of human basketballers. It was a gaggle uh, for sure. <laughs> a giggle. Okay. That's yeah. Hood games. Yeah. And right now I live in the burbs, so it makes sense. But honestly, I haven't seen like a group of this kind of age children playing in the street in so long. I see like these little punk kids that are like <laughs> always like riding their bikes around and being like trying to be like a gang and like, <clears throat> but this was like, Do they have basketball, not basketball. Do they have cards on their spokes making the, the noise? So they, no motorcycle sounds not that i've seen anyway but they do like you know tricks and try to show off and stuff so oh you you live you you live near some really cool people yeah i guess the ones near us to just kind of ride up and down the sidewalk and get in your way oh no they don't even they don't do sidewalks only streets oh fancy yeah so they get in your way if you're driving uh which is (laughs) which might be worse i don't know oh Probably, yeah. But anyway, it reminded me of our childhood and where we grew up and our old neighborhood because I don't know about you, but I really do know about you because I lived with you and we were brother and sister. There was a lot of like neighborhood street games where we grew up. Like, yeah. For some reason, we grew up in an area. Well, we grew up in the suburbs and Everyone in our neighborhood was around the same age, which was very strange because I look around my neighborhood now and it's just a lot of old people, some kids. It's just like very randomly mixed. But I feel like the street we grew up on was a lot of people my age and a lot of people your age and maybe a couple in between. Yeah. Now that you mention it, that's like even if you go there now, it's not anything like that. It's just a a wide variety. There's probably some 20 year olds, some 60 year olds, but there's not a lot of kids there anymore. No, we kind of, we kind of got really lucky with the timing. We did. I don't know if our parents planned like, we're like, Hey, you're going to have a kid. Then I'll have a kid then. And then we'll just live next to each other or what. But yeah, you go into our old neighborhood now and nobody talks to each other or if they do, it's just because of gossiping. And, um, you know, there's not really like people hanging out and playing games anymore. But when we grew up there, we used to have block parties. We, we knew people all the way down the other side of the street, which our street wasn't even that big, but it felt big, but, uh, there's some good times in there. And, um, I don't know about you, which I do know about you because you're my brother and we live together, What? but 
we had some really good neighborhood games, didn't we? Oh yeah. We had we had a freaking awesome childhood, all things considered. I think I think we had some of the coolest neighborhood games. Well, maybe not, but we had some really cool neighborhood games. And I I recently started thinking about that. And it is very unique. And I cannot imagine a situation like that occurring again. Like my friend has kids. They're they're getting to that age where they can play outside and stuff. And it's like they don't live near their their friends. They they just mm-hmm. meet them at school and, and talk online and stuff. And if they want to visit, they have to they have to set it up and stuff. I actually read an article yesterday and I cannot reference which article it was. I didn't write it down, but it said basically kids these days are spending half kids, as, these, days. kids these days are pandemic aside. Kids these days in this time frame are spending half as much time outside as their parents did. It is changing a lot, but I think one of our biggest neighborhood games that was for both of us and everyone in the neighborhood and people that weren't even in our neighborhood would join us sometimes and our dad would join us is street hockey. We would get some massive games of street hockey on our street. Oh yeah, I definitely remember that. Uh, do you recall if we ever had two nets? I know our next door neighbor used to play goalie, and he was pretty good. But yeah. I don't remember if we ever had anyone else playing goalie. From my memory, it was mostly one net. But every once in a while, we'd we'd luck out and have enough people that we'd have two nets. Okay. I also but yeah, that's beside the point. It's still yeah, still a cool thing. Yeah. That's true. So we had one person that one person that was a designated goalie. We would run around with sneakers on a lot of times and play, but our dad would be on rollerblades, which looking back might have been a little dangerous if we're all running around. <laughs> if we if we fell down and broke an arm, we would have been fine. We would have been out of, out of commission for for a few weeks and we would have been fine. Yeah. I've tried to play on rollerblades before and it was very scary and I couldn't stop and I just ran into people. It it was like very in the street? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. But because uh, it was once and it was done <laughs> because I knew that I couldn't do it. I definitely remember though the uh when a car came, everyone had to stop. It was so annoying. It was like the the freaking movie uh I was just trying to think Wayne's of World. Movie. Yes. Wayne's World. They were they were playing goalie versus offense, and it was just like car, car. move the net, game on, and then move the net back out. Game we on. totally did that. Yeah, it was so annoying. I was actually just thinking about that before we met up today, and we used to definitely scream car. Everyone would stop, get the net out, get the ball out, make sure everything was okay. Oh, I don't think we ever did the game on part. Do you remember uh. that? Probably not. You saw it go by and you're like, okay, everyone get back in the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just charge the net. The goalie's not ready yet. It doesn't matter. So hockey is a big part of my life. I have actually played hockey probably since I was like six. I don't know. What, what, when do you think we started? You might have a better idea. Well, you were potty trained at four. So you probably started playing at three. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so I wasn't that that dedicated. 
but yeah, so so I started playing hockey very young. We did our street hockey games with the with the ball, and that was annoying. When when you miss the net, you got to go, you know, walk, you know, a hundred feet to go get the puck or ball. I mean, and then come back or and run. Then, yeah, <laughs> we, we could run places back then. Uh, Not anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> then we we upgraded. Me and my friends upgraded to playing at the 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 school not too far from our house because mm, uh, there was lot. a big yeah there was a parking lot with a wall there and we would we would play there so long like after school we'd just be there till sundown and it was awesome and that's you know learned how to skate really well we actually had big pickup games there too like sometimes random neighborhood kids would come and join us and we would we would sometimes have like multiple goalies and bit whole big things going on and I have a question. Okay. By multiple goalies, do you mean like, did you ever do like an octagon of goalies? Or like a square <laughs> that of been goalies? Sweet. <laughs> I wish we had tried like three goalies, three teams all fighting over the puck. That would have been really cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't want this to become a hockey podcast. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll end there with the hockey. But well, another thing that I kind of wanted to talk, talk about was um, like, how did you know it was time to go home? I don't know. Was, it, was is there an answer? Is this a, is this multiple choice? No, it's not multiple choice. Because <laughs> yeah, I want to say mom would mom would be like, "Hey, Kyle, come home," because it was probably close enough that I could hear her. But yeah, I don't think that ever actually happened. I think I don't know. Maybe sometimes you would get sent to walk over and and collect oh, me. You're probably uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think that's another thing is like there's a generation of kids that they could just be out as late as they wanted and no one really knew. Or when the streetlights go on, you know, you have to go home. I feel like the streetlights went on very early around our house. (laughs) So we didn't have to go by that rule, but we always played close enough to home that literally mom wanted to yell out the door, which I'm sure she has. We would have heard her or Mm -hmm. one of us would have been sent to go collect the other one. (laughs) <laughs> go find your sister yeah yeah dinner time uh oh another little tidbit about hockey i remember dad would always give out nicknames mm-hmm. so my friend jake who i have permission to say his name on the podcast hey jake uh, what's my, up yeah Sorry. it's Sorry. jake <laughs> uh, so jake was jake the snake and he was he was the ringer because he was a legit hockey fan and he came from like two streets over so well, he, he didn't he was he was a an outsider, but it, it worked pretty well. And uh, I still play I still play in a hockey team with Jake. It's it's not uh it's not in a parking lot anymore though. What was your um, nickname that day, Dad? <laughs> Dad. Dad. Would it would it Dad give you as a nickname? Because I remember mine. I was the wall. I've always uh, been defensive minded, probably just because I can't think fast enough to do anything on offense so i had to just stop other people from doing stuff as well (laughs) and i got really good at it so i became the wall wall. kyle the wall interesting i think that i didn't have any skills so mine was more of a nickname based on my name and it was katie linder because my (laughs) middle name is lynn so (laughs) katie linder charges the net top shelf katie linder scores yeah, it's a good one for that, you know? But yeah, so I know you're excited to talk about 
nighttime game of some type. So one of my favorite childhood games was called Sardines. And I looked it up because I didn't know if this was something we just made up or if it's an actual game. It's a game. Sardines is a game that it's basically backwards hide and go seek. I personally do not like hide and go seek because it makes me very anxious. I hate running away from people (laughs) and like being chased and like it just was too much for me. So I don't know if I brought this upon my neighborhood because of my anxiety of running, especially because we would play this at night. So I've seen videos of monkeys learning, learning to hide and hunt where they play hide and seek and they'll, they'll be hiding in the grass. And you can just see the adrenaline rushing and they're so excited. And then they just jump out because they can't hide anymore. <laughs> that, that was you. You're the little monkey in the grass that's too excited about playing hide and seek. <laughs> well, no, the part that I was anxious about was the running part. I could hide really oh, okay. well. I That is one thing that I pride myself in to this day is that if I need to hide, I think I can do a pretty good job of it. Um, <laughs> so sardines is like the opposite of hide and go seek in that one person hides and that everybody else counts while this person hides and then when you're done counting you all break off and try to find this person if you find them you hide with them (laughs) so that's why it's sardines because eventually everyone's all crammed into the hiding spot they're all in one hiding spot and the last person to find everybody is the next one that has to hide. Oh. Yes. So I love this game because all it basically is is like find a good hiding spot and just stay there. <laughs> and if you get caught, you don't lose. You just Oh yeah. People you just have somebody to chill with. They just join you. Yeah, they're your yeah. friends then. So yeah, we used to do really big games and you have to set boundaries ahead of time in advance as well. Um, Just because we used to play with multiple houses, multiple backyards, front yards, everything. We wanted to make sure we weren't going to go out of bounds because then nobody would ever find that person. So that was important. Another rule that we didn't set is when do you give yourself up? Like when no one finds you, how long do you wait before you're like, dude, what's going on? Um, So for me personally... (laughs) My favorite hiding spots were in the shadows, basically, because at nighttime we had a playhouse and the door could open up. But if you're in a certain part of that playhouse, people wouldn't see you. So it's kind of like spooky. So they'd, they'd have to open up and then like really look in there or feel in there. We didn't play flashlights or anything. We just did it in the dark to actually see that you're there. And that's what I would do is hide in the shadows a lot of time of like, and I would see people and I just like stand there like, <laughs> oh gosh, they're there. just don't breathe. Just be very quiet. And <laughs> uh, I didn't say that out loud because that would be yeah. silly. But um, yeah, that's, that was my, my technique was hiding in spots that might have not have been that good in the daytime, but at night they were actually really awesome. And this one time I was playing with someone uh, and she was a neighborhood friend. And I, I don't know if it was just us two or if there was other people involved. I can't quite remember. All I remember is that I was hiding and she never found me and it just took forever. And it just got later and later and later. And eventually I'm just like, I should just go out to see what's going on. I went out there, nobody. 
Like <gasps> it was just silence. Nobody's around. Was I it the rapture? <laughs> it might have been. Come to find out, she went home. She just went, <laughs> she just left. She didn't even yell sardine, I give up or whatever. Nothing. There was oh. just complete silence and me just hiding in my little spot and not making a noise because I didn't want people to find me or her to find oh my me. God. And I I couldn't accept that at the time because I like was out there looking for her. And my mom's like, I think she went home because I, I went inside. I'm like, mom, have you seen this person? And yeah, she definitely went home. Like there was no sign of her. And I did talk to her the next day and she just left me. So God. sardines can be a little dangerous if you don't set rules. I guess. And if it's just Whoa. two of you playing, if there's more of you playing, that might be yeah, better. If, you're, if there's two people, isn't that just like, just like one-on-one hide and seek? It's like almost like a spy game at that point. But no running. So that's okay. There's no anxiety. <laughs> I know when we talked earlier, you said you didn't quite remember sardines. I think you played with us every once in a while, but... But you had a different game that you guys used to play. All the cool cats over in a different street. Yeah. So my friend Jake, and uh, I should probably get his permission, but my friend Sean also uh, would play this game called Flashlight Tag. It was basically hide and seek at night with a flashlight. So the person who was it, quote unquote, would walk around with a flashlight and try to find people. And there was a safe zone on a porch or something that was designated beforehand. Mm-hmm. And you could try to try to get to the safe zone or just try to not be found. By running, right? You, That's the yeah, part I probably. couldn't handle. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> How did you play hockey? Did you just walk? No, it's more of the anticipation of running at night and the possibility of getting caught, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, and without the flashlights, did you guys like ever have encounters with raccoons or... Oh, you know, more like some possums and yeah, skunks would run. They ran. Possums Possums just sat there, though. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty chill. Yeah, you just you just look at them and they're like, I'm not here. I'm dead. And then you just walk away and they disappear. Yeah. Where was I? Flashlight tag. So you basically could find people with a flashlight or they could run to the safe zone. Yeah. So there's some some notable things about this. First off, it was uh, it was a couple streets over. Okay, I joined late, so when I joined, there was like an established lore and like legends and and stories and stuff that I kind of missed out on all the all the the world bit world building and and strategies and stuff. But I did get a couple of stories. Apparently, one time, Shake and Sean, my friends, they just literally sat up on somebody's porch, one of their neighbors. And no one could find them for some reason. They were just watching everyone walk by. Eventually, they were yelling, like, Jake, Sean, come out now. The game's over. They were just sitting on the porch, like, 30 feet away. Similar to you, I guess, hiding in the shadow in an obvious location. (laughs) Yeah, you just watch them. It also sounded like you said Shake and Sean. Shake and Sean. But, yeah, notably, the boundaries were all on that street, including all the backyards. I can't imagine that now, like playing in a neighborhood. Well, I live in apartments now, so there's no backyards. But like going into a residential area and it's just like, we're going to play hide and seek in everyone's backyard, even if they don't have kids. Yeah, it is. It's just it's, it and was they fine. You. They didn't shoot you. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Luckily, <laughs> and there was a roof people would go on and it was like what? It, the first 
there was the first time it happened. It was probably insane, but there was some guy's garage. I, I thought it was just somebody's roof. And I was like, wait, so he's just watching TV and it's boom, 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 boom on the roof. And he's like, Oh, the neighbors are playing tag. But <laughs> I can't even imagine because we have squirrels that run on a roof now and they sound like that. So I can't imagine children <laughs> running on the roof at night. Like that'd be terrifying. These are like teenagers too. They're not just, not just little kids. Uh, but yeah, I think it was a garage, so it wasn't that bad. But the garage has been demolished, uh, was demolished a few years later because it wasn't unstable. Oh, great. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes our childhoods were just dangerous enough. But yeah, so that, that was flashlight tag, though. It was like it was like a cool, cool hide and seek game. And I do remember you probably have a similar experience when you're hiding and you mm-hmm. can feel your adrenaline rushing and your ears are super sensitive. You can hear yourself breathing. And I learned that if you breathe with your mouth open very slowly, it's very quiet. So you go, you just open your mouth. Whoa. You open it very wide. I was expecting a, like a little slight open. No, no. Got to go all the way. And then, then the air has a large area. So it can just kind of, it can crawl out of your mouth and then, the, the air can crawl back in. And then spiders you know? can crawl in as well. No. Oh, God. And bugs. I've never, eat, I've never eaten a spider to my knowledge. So I, I want to keep it that way. To your knowledge. You've probably eaten like <laughs> hundreds of them. Thousands. Millions. Yeah. Stats. Millions. It's kind of funny that like our two favorite games, though, were at night or when it started to get dark out. And it gives you, I don't know if it's like that extra freedom or like, you know, the adults are inside watching TV or doing whatever they do. And you're just out there like causing trouble, running on roofs. Yeah, it's probably also everyone was available. Everyone had finished their homework for the day and their chores and they already ate. So they didn't have to worry about that. Do you remember playing catch in the street? I remember playing catch with a super bouncy ball all the time yeah. like this the ball that you'd bounce and it would be like a normal bounce and then all of a sudden the second bounce would go really far yeah those are crazy they were uh, was that what they called super bouncy balls yeah super bouncy balls i think yeah dad was always innovating the game of catch so <laughs> we would we would do it like with a football or or uh baseball and then we'd have a frisbee on the side and then he'd bring in these bouncy balls and so we'd be playing catch with like five people and five different things flying around. We were basically like cats, adult, like human cats running around chasing balls. Yeah. And frisbees. <laughs> and and frisbees. Yeah. So that was cool playing catch in the street. And we also had dad had a basketball net set up. We would play, we would play there at his garage friend lived across the street. So we would literally chuck basketballs from across the street to try to hit his garage. Probably probably did some damage to it whoa the light just turned on kids got to come home now it's 11 o'clock do you know where your children are oh god i i hope i don't have children so we would play horse (laughs) and it's not like not like polo where we're riding around and and going we're we're playing horse that's like the i'm gonna take a shot from this location with this hand you spell it yeah, that was always the best when you get two letters. But yeah, so if you if you make it and then the other people don't, they get a letter 
in the order of horse. So if yep. you get two, you get you're you're a hoe. And that was that was never never not funny. It was hilarious <laughs> every time. It was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we did basketball. We also they they would plow parking lots and push all the snow together. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was like castles of snow. Yeah. I do remember that. I oh my gosh. To this day, I'll see a big pile of snow and I'll be like, oh, I wonder if children have made like tunnels and like dug <laughs> in there and like made it their empire. Because oh, we used to have so much fun on those snow piles. Yeah, they were great. We, we mostly just tried to get to the top and push each other down. But mm-hmm. we would also do snowball fights and try to build tunnels, but it never seemed to work. All of the children around the neighborhood would go to this parking lot near our house on these like really high snow piles and just they were probably at least 15 feet in the air maybe we were shorter and they just seemed bigger i <laughs> they don't know the, they were actually five foot they were like five foot. no they were yeah. definitely bigger than five feet but um yeah that i we used to spend hours in these snow piles yeah that was a good time fun on those hills lots of lots of injuries too but you know part for the course and then like that's also the parking lot that people are dead would do donuts in <laughs> with their vehicles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the safest, but it was. And like, who knows? Who's to say a plow wouldn't come up and plow more snow on when the ch- <laughs> child is in there? Like, yeah, it probably was pretty dangerous, but it was fun. You know, I've forgotten a lot of these games until just recently reminiscing with friends, but they really they they set me up to to have hobbies that are still I'm still playing hockey I still play catch I, I still I don't hide, hide in the shadows <laughs> okay that's good it's a good skill you know it's going to be really useful in the coming years I'm sure so even though I've forgotten a lot of these things they've stuck with me in in various ways and then I never realized how awesome it was to grow up in that setting where we could just go outside and there's just people we could hang out with. We lived in, in, in a very like communal location and everyone was friendly. And I am so happy to have had that. It was almost like we would go out and send smoke signals to our friends. Be like, <laughs> okay, I'm done with my homework. Come out and play with me. <laughs> I still see people playing hockey on the street, but it's, it's, it's smaller affairs. People. So it does, it does still happen. Hmm. But uh, it doesn't seem to happen as as huge as it did when we were young. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But 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 yeah. So. But yeah. So that's how neighborhood games. Help make up the weeks of our lives. Spooky because it's like nighttime games. Get it? Now I'm hiding in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, I can't see Katie anymore. She's just gone. Katie and Kyle. Kyle and Katie. We would like to extend a thank you to all the sources we use today and a thank you to Father and Mother Time for making weeks. Thank you to my amazing friend Kieran Walsh for creating our theme music. And our amazing listeners for listening in. Make sure you like, subscribe, listen every week. Kachina. Have you ever seen them? We'd serve our lives.